Welcome back, Dumpers. We're here. Uh, we're back for another. I love one. it. Is that was that what you call your fans? <laughs> yep, they're dumpers. dumpers. <laughs> I'm a dumper. I'm a dumper in all senses of the word, people. I can't wait until I have ads when oh. I can be like, use code dump now. D-U-M-P. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get in there for some free sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> 20% off dildos this week. Yeah, wish.com. That's right. Wish.com. <laughs> you need a partnership with Wish.com. That's right. Your, your, game, your wish, uh, best wishes game is the most brilliant game of, of all time. Thank you. Thank it you. is. I did not prepare any for today, but That's next right. episode. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, as you've obviously drawn, we're on Alien 2 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, overarching thoughts of Two versus one. I'm going to go first and just say yeah. different genre. Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. different genre of movie. Sci-fi mm-hmm. plus action as opposed to horror. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, horror is definitely mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely horrific things, but it's more on the scope of the the action and the, the doing. It's not so much in the passive. It's way more active. Alien is a more passive sort of like we are up against odds we don't really understand and we're not going to face it head on because it's obviously like out of our depth mm-hmm. aliens immediately sets it up where it's like look we're gonna we're facing it head on mm-hmm. and like we're, we're just gonna go clear this shit out we got it you know and that's where the horror aspect starts to come in where no you ain't got it they do not got it <laughs> right <laughs> so other matt it seems like you might like this movie a little better than the other yeah one. i think that uh, ultimately, I think really what it is is the first film relies upon the suspense of the unknown so much. And so the second one is talking to the audience more with an understanding or an assumption, I guess, that they already know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's like, yeah, okay, we can, we're going to take it in a little bit of a different direction, but you and, you know, of course, Ripley comes along and, and, and there's, being your sort of vicarious character there. There's an understanding that you're going to step into it, so we're not going to rehash this suspenseful, like, I don't know what's going on you know, yeah. as much. It would have probably failed if they just tried to do the same yeah, thing Yeah, a regurgitation thing. This movie was very aware, and you're right. It's like, I totally agree with you. Yeah. <clears throat> Knowing where it's coming from right. and just assuming that everybody was a part of the phenomenon of Alien. Yes. It... it Deciding to define itself in a new light, a new color, mm-hmm. but keep retaining the integrity of the film of the first one and just being like, well, you know, what do we do to make it more fucked up? And if that's not something that's <laughs> terribly missing from film these days, I don't know what is. It's yeah, this this very introspective, very sensitive understanding of the sor- source material. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the approach of this film. Well, and seven years later, I think that was enough time for people, maybe people who weren't part of the first wave of everything, to to then home video, know. the renaissance of yeah, home absolutely. Video. I mean this this came this came out what nineteen eighty five was it? This was eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, nineteen eighty six. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and that was the advent of home video, right? Like pro- a little bit prior to that. Mm-hmm. So people were you know starting to experience films that they maybe they had missed in the theater yeah. and cult. You know, status was was becoming a part of like the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. and that and absolutely, Alien had become it's, it solidified its place as uh, an, an iconic science fiction horror film. Yeah, for sure. This movie then just 
up the ante mm-hmm. in the exactly the right ways. It's like the fucking I don't know. Well, I can't think of a great poker player, but whatever. Great <laughs> poker player was poker player there. two. He did it. <laughs> poker player number fourteen, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Jenna- Tilly. Jennifer Tilly knocked it out she, of the park again. Hey, I'm gonna do some real alien shit here. <laughs> I'm just a cute little boy, baby voice girl. <laughs> um. Okay. So I also like. I understand why most people say this movie is a better movie. Yeah. I understand that. But it's because they they don't relive the first time they watched Alien. Yeah. Like, the first watch Alien is a superior movie. Yeah. But revisiting, this is a far superior movie. Certainly. Totally agree yeah. with that. So yeah. it opens with uh, Ripley's shuttle being found, and it turns out 57 years have gone by. 57. So her Lost in space. Her mm-hmm. daughter died at 66. Mm-hmm. Ain't that some shit? And Damn. They showed the worst digital photograph I've ever seen. It was like a thumbnail from a 19, <laughs> Windows 98. <laughs> I don't know if it was even Windows 9. I don't think they had done the update at that point. It's still Windows 95. <laughs> Maybe even NT. I don't even... <laughs> so they, uh, they showed her a picture of her daughter as an old lady. Yeah. And uh, she was super not happy about that, mm-hmm. understandably so. Mm-hmm. And now she's starting to have these recurring dreams that her chest is getting blown out by an alien. I, right. I will say, I'll take this moment to, to to point out that you should really watch the extended version of this film if yeah. you have not. Because in, in, in contrast to what we previously talked about, about Alien, where it's just a bunch of Ian Holm being trying to learn how to be human, like Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. <laughs> A lot of the, a lot of it is actually like informative character development for Ripley, where it's talking about like it, it explores more of the fact that she is a mother who is feeling loss, and like she, you know, she is now thrust into this position of not only just like being almost defined by her previous experience, mm-hmm. but also having been robbed of like her her true purpose, which yep. was to be like a mother and a regular ass person. But all of a sudden she is also in one way, shape or form an alien herself. Yeah, that's a great suddenly point. Suddenly she's transplanted into a time that's beyond her expectation or comprehension. She didn't have to bust out of a chest to do it. Exactly right. It's one of the the better executions of the man out of time, quote unquote, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she doesn't grieve the whole movie, which I'm very thankful for. So am I. Yes. Yes. A very smart move and a smart decision. And all, all to the credit of... Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. He did such a great job directing this movie. <laughs> no, Jim Cameron, of course. As, Jim Cameron. As we know him. As Michael as, Bean as would Michael say. As Michael Bean would say, Jim Cameron. Jim Cameron. <laughs> so um, she, the, she then gets pulled into court mm-hmm. because she blew up a $40 million spacecraft. Yep. Here's, here's another Blade Runner um, little, little uh, Easter egg. For you, when they're in, when she's at the the meeting with all like the the muckety mucks from like the high ups, yeah, there is a point at which Dallas is mentioned as having served under um, Tyrell Corporation, mm-hmm. the the corporation that made all the androids from Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. There is there actually is a little like Easter egg in there, and furthermore, this movie's actually connected a little bit to. Like Terminator, I had a feeling they'd be related because, like, not only is it the same time period, it's also like very similar aesthetically. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. And good old Jim Cameron. Oh yeah, he's up in there. And so, so the 
Hyperdyne Systems is what uh, the the immediately revealed android of Lance Henriksen. Yes, he is. He's immediately revealed as an android, and he is from. He's a Hyperdyne Systems version of an android, mm-hmm. which is like a little bit of an Easter egg to the Cyberdyne Systems, which is what made the Terminator, and that's like the you know the world ending right uh, AI. Yeah. So just little Easter eggs for just you if you've never noticed dropped before. Dropped in there. There you go. There you go. Interesting. I haven't watched Blade Runner in a hot minute. It has been a bit. Mm. But now that I know it's connected to this, we got a long month ahead of us, yep. boys. <laughs> yeah, go, watch, go watch Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Like two of the best companion piece films of all time. I, I actually prefer them like for science fiction uh, like above everything else. Yeah. Really? Anyways, sorry. Yeah, just... Huh. Well, interesting. Note. No, there like that's super interesting. I'm definitely going to now make more of an effort to watch those movies again. Oh hell so. yeah, man! I'll talk to you all, all day about them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's immediately assigned some dude named Burke, who turns out to be an enormous piece of shit. Yeah. And he sits in on this hearing, and uh, they basically are like, "Fuck you! You're demoted. You now load trucks. You used to be a captain. You are now loading trucks, and mm-hmm. it sucks to be you." And then Burke's like. You know what would be cool is if you take us to go find those aliens. Yeah, we'll, we'll make you captain again or whatever. That's right. Remember all yeah. them eggs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for scrambles. It's omelet time, baby. Let's go find them. <laughs> you look like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so then it reveals that there are colonies already on this planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, been terraforming. Uh, they're terraforming, which yeah. was uh, when I was a kid the first time I've heard of it. And every sci-fi, everything has like copied. The terraforming process from this movie, I feel like. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pr- pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Um, and then the people in the colonies, of course, uh, Newt is in a uh, a Batmobile, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, or well, I guess the Batmobile comes later. She's in like a dune buggy, and uh, Dad's face gets hugged when they find the aliens, mm-hmm. and it's the, like uh, once again the extended version. Okay. Yes. Oh, is that only in the extended did you, version? Did you watch the extended version? I think this time did. around, no, I no? don't think I did. There's but. there's like extended scenes of like him getting. <clears throat> face hugged and like yeah. look looking in the in the uh the derelict ship as they call it yeah the version that i watched was they were like well we should go in and like before we call it in just because we don't know what we're looking at right, yeah, fine, and no. then like a second later is him laying on the ground with the face hugger so mm, that, just, that's ah! yeah <laughs> so they bring him home and then alien happens on that place right <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Ripley agrees to go back to the alien ship with the condition that they are there to kill it right. and not capture it mm-hmm. because she's a fool to believe these people. That's it. Uh, so they bribe her into coming and she gets ingratiated with all these military people and there are three of them that matter. And quite a few of them that don't. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yes. But most all, of- all, all very strong, uh, like, personalities and, you know, mm-hmm. characteristic type of people. The typical, you know, military, militarized Marines. Of course. Gung-ho people. And it's fun, you know, in the beginning as you're introduced to all of them, it's mm-hmm. fun to, like, kind of get a little bit of taste of, like, who each person is and the juxtaposition. Of course, really only a few of them actually matter to right. the plot. Right. Mm-hmm. I really love the sergeant. He, <clears throat> he says, 
assholes and elbows, people. What the uh-huh. fuck does that mean? That's it. it hey, get, Paul, get, man, the, get the work. Get the work. Assholes and elbows, That's right. people. That's right. It's the only it? parts that matter. It's like, the two yeah. parts that you do stuff with. That's right. You bend your arms <laughs> and you take a shit. Okay, that's it. I feel like it's the pinch and the push because you can't do that's much with your elbow. You got to push with the elbow. That's it. And yep. then you pinch it off anyway. That's right. You um, got it. <laughs> we've, we've, it off. We've, we've revealed that mystery. <laughs> yes, indeed. So that's what assholes and elbows means, apparently. Um, <laughs> So, uh, basically, they are just fucking around, and Ripley, they're like, Ripley, you're a consultant, tell us about it, and she went and started to tell them, and I don't remember what the lesbian's name is, but they make a point to really be like, she's a lesbian. Vasquez. You know that? Vasquez, Vasquez. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah, so. Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1.0. <laughs> you, you and Vin Diesel are yeah. real close, aren't you? Yeah. I bet you guys are like family. You guys, like, <laughs> you guys have dinner together every weekend, and you race cars, and you steal shit. Dude, I'm not going to lie. She was doing it for me. Yeah, like, buddy. Bummer. Vasquez. Yep. She's yeah. badass. Yeah. You're one bad mother, Vasquez. She's, and she's a different kind of strong female character. Absolutely. Because she's physically strong. Absolutely right. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's well established in the beginning as they're introducing kind of the Marines when they're waking up, like that she is kind of the most badass of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very distinct that she is not to be fucked with. Right. Oh yeah. And she's carrying around a goddamn like giant Gatling gun. Yeah, the smart gun. <laughs> yeah. Her and Drake, the other like biggest dude. And yeah. Drake is the one who's like He's like, you're too bad, bitch. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, you are the baddest person I know. Yeah. And so, like, seeing this, this, you know, physically imposing guy mm-hmm. just give accolades to mm-hmm. this other person, you know that her grit is like way stronger exactly. than anyone else's in the entire ship. Yep. And, and that's a, that's an important distinction because like people like Hudson, who's like the loudmouth clown, and Hicks, who's like the stoic, quiet, you know, kind of leader type of person. He's like, like he's like a corporal. Right. Of course, all that all changes eventually, but. Yeah, that's a, it's important distinctions to make each of these pe- people almost caricatures. Like, I think it's, that's important as the movie progresses on. Yeah, yeah they're very archetypal in their, yes. in their, in their uh, portrayal, for sure. Exactly. And, of course, King Asshole of yeah. the Marines <laughs> is Mr. Bill Paxton. Ah, the, the man. The one, the one and only. And uh, as annoying as this character is, he makes it a surprisingly long time into this movie, probably because man. he's an expensive actor. It's because yeah. he's looking for those tornadoes. That's he's trying to get right. the meteorological data out there. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? What are we going to do? So Ripley goes to tell him about it, and uh, the Vasquez is just like, we don't give a shit. We're going to kill him. Yep. And Ripley fucking takes charge for a second, and everyone's like, oh. Yeah. But then they're like, well, we can't look like pussies, so. (laughs) And then they, like, kind of just blow her off, but she's, like, it's pretty clear, like, she means business. Yeah, she's like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're stepping into. Let me tell you the big pile of horse shit you're about to step your feet into. (laughs) She didn't get further. She didn't get further than telling him about the face huggers. She didn't get to tell him about the seven and a half foot tall. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They didn't let her extrapolate on, like, the how, just how fucked up it is. Not interested. Not interested. No, thank you. I, one time I fucked a Pamelonian or whatever the hell they talk about. Yeah. There, there's like some some banter on the ship about how like Bill Paxton fucks some actual alien person. Right. They were like, that was like a big old cockroach, wasn't it? It's like <laughs> some bestiality shit. Jesus. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's I, illegal. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> illegal. I, think, I think you committed a crime, Bill Paxton. Um, 
I don't remember. Are there aliens in Blade Runner? I feel like it's mostly robots no, and people. No, right? it's, yeah. It, yeah, that's like a very deep dive into the Ridley Scott, like uh, the, you know, his whole fascination with like the the alien, uh, not alien, um, the android relationship with humans and like the human as god kind of idea and like that that almost that religious relationship between like what does it mean to be a person? Mm-hmm. What what constitutes a person? And what's the responsibility of people who make, you know, other beings that have sentience? Right. So it's a whole it's a whole philosophical exploration. But alien alien in the sense of like the actual term of like it being foreign, I'd say that that's a through line of his work. Mm-hmm. You know. And like speaking of androids, what what is the actor's name? I know him as the guy from Pumpkinhead. Oh, Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, Lance Hendrickson. He's Lance, also oh, I love Lance. He's oh. I met him once. We, he is yeah, the we met him. Dude. He, he yeah, he is the nicest dude ever. Everything I've ever seen him in, I'm like that dude's incredible. Yeah, I he, love him. He is, and he's he's exactly the same in person as he is in every movie he's in. <laughs> he's no different. He's just like relax. He's like, when do I get my cigarette break? <laughs> <laughs> cigarette break <laughs> we, we met him at a con and he was out like smoking and he had all these like uh like volunteers around him for the event and and everybody's trying to come over and take pictures with him and stuff and the the people are like no no get away you have to get at the table and he's like just let him take the picture man <laughs> that's, to- that's totally that was my experience like yep. when i met him in line i yeah. was like he people wanted him to sign a couple of things and and he was like, didn't charge them for like two of the things that they wanted. And he was looking at the handler, kind of like almost trying to like as kid, right? Like tr- trying to like brush it off. Like they just they just wanted this extra little thing. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's Seems fine. like a nice guy. Yes. He, was a yeah. sweet, he was a sweet guy. Yeah, he was cool. He, he was really nice. He plays the android in this movie. Yep. And uh, he might be my favorite character in this movie. Mm-hmm. He has such a great arc, and especially He's the, the they're highlight. so aware of Alien and where that comes from. Yeah. Like Ian Holm being the little goblin hobbit. Yep, hobbit absolutely. Man, yep. Made out of milk. <laughs> they don't want that shit. He's still made out of milk, but he's got He's morals. 2%, goddammit. He's, he's refined. Only 2%. <laughs> he's got... <laughs> He's made. He's been perfected. I love. I love the fact that he like approaches when when he's talking to Ripley. He's like, you know, I I get it. You're you're scared. You're you're a little apprehensive here. But I'm not gonna try and push it. I'm not gonna try and push it. I'm just gonna. All right. What? That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Never does he actually get anywhere in. A place where he's not being helpful. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm gonna let my actions do the talking. Yes, right. and like she doesn't give a shit. She knocks his fucking lunch tray out of his yep. hand. Yep. Why does he have a lunch tray? I guess the other one ate too. Yeah, it's all milk in there. It's, it's all, all milk. It's all, milk. Yeah, it's, all, it's a liquid <laughs> diet. Yeah. Mm, boils it for the calcium. <laughs> That's right. Um, so and then he proceeds to do this knife trick. <laughs> to Bill Paxton. I love that They're scene. Like, when do I think, it. It's great. When yep. I think of this movie, that's the first thing that pops in mind. Yeah. And the second thing that pops in mind is him crawling through the really tight space. But we'll yes. get to it. Yes. So my first two thoughts when someone says aliens are him. So that's a good sign. Absolutely. For how great he is in this movie. Um, so then they uh, they get into the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And they drop down to the planet, essentially, after like they go through atmosphere again also terrifying so uh yep they go to the planet and they drive up to the fucking uh colony and there ain't nobody there hadley's hope it's all over yes so 
nobody's home except Uh, Newt. They find Newt, and they're like, cool, little girl. And they are super not good with children. Nope. They're the worst. Yeah, Yeah, they're terrible. But I think she bites Hicks at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reaching in, he's like, come on out. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) I learned this from the aliens, you stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, Ripley's in mom mode now because she's the same age as her daughter when 57 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, they go on the expedition or whatever, and Ripley and the kid are in the command center with the other dude, the dude who's technically in charge. And uh, oh, Gorman, mm-hmm. Gorman, yes. Yeah. So then the uh, the they, the commandos go down into the depths, and they realize that if they shoot wrong, they will blow up a nuclear explosion. Kabloomy. Yeah, yeah, he's like take all the. He's like collect all the clips, yep. right? And meanwhile, Hicks. Has a sh- fucking regular ass shotgun, no mm. pulse round, but just like old shotgun shells. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure uh, Vasquez and Drake both have in their smart guns. They keep a clip. Yeah, they're like, yeah, somebody has a pocket hairy, I think, and they they pass them out. Yeah, and he's they're yeah. like, take this anyways, yeah. and they're like, fuck yeah. But like yeah. Vasquez is walking around pointing the. The gun around as they go around the corner. So isn't it obvious to anybody else that there's ammunition in there? I would say, yeah. Well, it's, it's also a flamethrower, though. That's right. That's right. That's For right. For a perceptive person, yeah. yes, but also like that's just the training kicking in. Right. Like, sure. That's sure. how they clear rooms yeah. so that they're used to it. I guess. Yeah. When I play video games, I'm always the big gun guy. Even though I move slow, I just fuck everybody up. Yeah, anyway. that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mow them down. That's the best role. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Hardcore combat happens. Mm-hmm. Um, poor sergeant dies. Yeah, and oh, uh, they all they all get start get they get off. fucked up. They do not win by any stretch of the imagination no. because the aliens are like all stuck to the walls and shit. They do find one person who's alive, and then their chest explodes, and it's like, uh oh. Yep. And uh, they barbecue the baby, and the baby screams is what pisses off the alien. Right, understandably. Yeah, sure, so. sure. Yeah, distress signal. So That's my child, you little <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> all my jokes are too slow. Uh, so um, they uh, they decide to retreat smartly, and Ripley fucking carjacks the Batmobile yep. and gets into a fight with Gorman. And um, what's what's the douchebag's name? Uh, with Burke. 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 Yeah. Burke. Yeah. Burke. Yeah. Burke. Burke. Carter Burke. Yeah. So Burke takes Ripley's side, and they fucking drive down and save the soldiers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bert, the other Gorman gets bopped in the head by like some med kits or some shit falling <laughs> off the ceiling. Yeah. Some crowd, like luggage that wasn't secure. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. and then how, where do they find their respite? Like they end up somewhere where they're someone's <laughs> spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the marshal beat the shit out of him. Just punched his fucking lights out. Dragged him to the bed. <laughs> I love it. Lay down. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he gets bopped by Spirit Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> and uh where do they end up that they feel safe? I don't remember. Exactly. Oh, she's she's actually like grinding it to the like it's down to the fucking gears because the axles are like busted. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Right. And, yep. and uh Hicks yeah. is like, it's like he's like, like, it's like the axle's broken. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's like wind it down, okay? He's just like slow down. It's metal on metal. Come on, he, yeah. and she's just so fucking hyped up because she knows that not only is it one of these fucking things that like ravaged her whole crew there's a a hive of these motherfuckers an army of them uh speaking of how many of them there are so if they reproduce by bursting through chests one person one to one right 
there are 109 colonists. Mm-hmm. 108 of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that imply there are 108 aliens? Yeah. Yep. I'd say so. Yeah, potentially. I'd say that tracks pretty well with like the film itself. As the movie goes on, they sure put a hurting on those numbers. Mm-hmm. But it does not seem like they do. Uh- oh, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> imagine trying to torch or shoot like 100. Well, I, I think also you have to take into account the idea that which we'll address later, I'm sure, the the idea of how these things get to places in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? After after facehugger time happens. So I think that it's also a possibility that there might have been other people involved because since we're looking at a terraforming operation, it's not necessarily that all the people who are there presently have always been there, and they're not... I, well, this this is, a, this is conjecture, of course, but I, they're not necessarily everywhere on this little exomoon that they're on. They're all concentrated on the yeah, colony. Right. Yeah. So maybe there are other people involved, or maybe there are already creatures elsewhere in that space since they can exist outside of all of that. That's an interesting So just, 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 just a thought to throw a wrench in. I was thinking you were going to say like subcontractors, <laughs> subcontractors are coming in to like paint the windows. Yeah, right. You got it. You you have to get the labor where you can and it has I'm to a, be affordable I'm nuclear. I'm miles on yeah, this yeah. Yeah, this is some real shit. I'm telling you if it's like, if it's big corporations, they're oh, going yeah. to take subcontractors. That's right. It's all about underbid. Yeah. yeah, so only 109 people live there, but I imagine you're right. There are probably other people involved. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to paint the name on the side of the terraformer. They have to. That's right. Uh, yeah. So what are we uh, gonna know? <laughs> they uh, they park the Batmobile outside, and the VTOL comes up to try and save them. And there's an alien on the VTOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like vertical takeoff. I don't know what the O stands for, and then. L is lift, I think. You got it. Yep, you got it. They're in home a, run. Only fans. Only fans. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> um, so they the the spaceship crashes. That's supposed to save them. And everyone's like, ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. Where do they go from there? How do they get to a place they feel safe? They go back to I think the like the headquarters main hub, mm-hmm. and then that's when they start setting up. Well, this is like the in the extended version, but they set up these smart guns. That are like motion, oh they do that's on the yeah, regular one. oh that's on the regular yeah, ones yeah those two I think Century there's like guns. extended extended scene about like them firing and like killing like a bunch of aliens mm-hmm. but <clears throat> they set up smart guns they're like all right it's plan of attack time and like so Hudson's freaking out Bill Paxton's like there's tornadoes everywhere I'm scared <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a lot of what to do wind and there's a Helen Hunt's not anywhere to be seen <laughs> they call it for the whole movie and my heart my I'm starting to get chest pains now. <laughs> Twister is in this universe. As well. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You might not realize it, but Philip Seymour Hoffman came in. Oh and he's like, man! Holy shit, man! So then, so Hudson's like freaking out. Hicks is like the you know the consummate commander, like the mm-hmm. the real. He, he he takes his place as like the most level headed. Like you know, just he is he's aware of how things go. He's very collected and cool. Right. Um. You have Lance Henriksen in there. Um. And he's like. You know, their other uh, operator, essentially, Burke. And, like, it's very whittled down. Gorman's still alive. Vasquez is still alive. But Hicks is, like, taking toll. Like, he's taking stock of everything. And he's like, we got these smart guns. We're going to set up a perimeter. We're going to just, like, you know, hold out until, like, the rescue ship comes, which is in, like, like a month or something. 17 days. 17 17 days, yeah. It's fucking long-ass time. Hudson's like, we're dead. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, we got to do our best. So yeah. they started like formulating a plan, like on how how do we get out of this like fucking corner right now? Right. 
I love the sentry guns that they set up though, because they like can keep track of the ammo the and shit. God, so, uh, that well, before you continue, that is one of I'll, I'll say my my summarization of this film at the end. But that is one of my biggest complaints in this film mm-hmm. is the fact that there is a blatant ammo count on many of the weapons, mm-hmm. and yet. The people continue to frivolously utilize oh, for sure. such ammunition. <laughs> well, that's all. That's all based on fear. I know that you're you're basically made of milk, Matt. Yeah, I know. So. I'm, 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 I am a milkman. I, I am a milkman. Yeah, that's, that's why I like Lance Hendrickson so much. <laughs> you're the logical creature. But if me and Miles had a gun, with yeah. I don't care how many bullets you got on that bitch, I'm gonna just spray and pray. You're that bitch. shooting a hallway at some point, though. You but saw that, yeah. those motherfuckers started shooting a pulse rifle and a hydrogen-based like epicenter. Yeah. Yeah. Where they could have nuclearly exploded that whole thing. Smarter, not harder, though. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, I hear, but, but, I hear but anyhow, anyhow. But you're faced with seven foot tall monsters, dude. That makes them easier to hit. <laughs> they rape you. They're HR Giger rape monsters. All right, I don't care how tough you think they you should are. Should call them that. They're rape monsters. They're alien rape monsters. Alien rape monsters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're not all a bunch of milk. Monsters. Okay, <laughs> so they they set up four sentry guns, and uh, it's every bit of movement they see, they fucking shoot and yep. they get a good track of everything. Oh, and the uh, the boss gives Ripley a gun and mm-hmm. teaches her how to use grenade launchers and shit. There you go. I'm like hell yeah, that's, that's like the one like like semi romantic scene in the film, right? When he's explaining how to use the weapon. How do you use this killing machine? Let that's me explain. It. So then the uh, the aliens is coming, mm-hmm. and the the sentry guns are going off. Two of them just run out of ammo. That sucks. Yeah. And the other one, one of them, like they shoot all their ammo except one has thirty bullets left mm-hmm. after all this fucking chaos. And it pisses me off. They don't show the actual body count of the aliens. Like, yeah. You're only getting gun perspective yeah. from most of this movie. Yep. I assume that it's maybe like I don't know, fifty aliens that get taken out. A lot. Right, yeah, there's, there's be quite a, a bit, but there are aliens. This it's established, I guess, like, sort of like immediately um, uh, coming after this moment, where the aliens are starting to kind of wise up. Right. Like, yeah, they throw a bunch of numbers in there, but then they were like, eh, this isn't really working so mm-hmm. good. Everyone's like, I'm not going in there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get in there. Get in there Don't talk chunk. to me with your little mouth. Get up there. <laughs> <laughs> Less and more dying. <laughs> and then shouldn't that hallway have just been melted? Like, shouldn't that have Exactly been? right. Like, yeah, the integrity, uh, yeah. like, air uh, quality integrity of that. Yeah, because ultimately you kill enough of them in a hallway, and all the rest of them just drop through the floor. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And won't they be like? Well, I know they're made of like uh, silicone. There I go with my milk brain again, though. (laughs) You and those, you and that. There's a t-shirt too. There you go. There I go with milk brain. Um, So actually, something we didn't talk about was the clever use of the acid blood earlier when the people are getting picked off like crazy. People Mm. are shooting them with a shotgun, and then everybody gets covered in acid. Of course, of course. Fucking awesome. Nobody listened, and and all of a sudden they're like, "Yep, we're just gonna blow these things away." Oh no! Ouch. Yep. Um, okay, so then the Newt takes a nap, mm-hmm. and uh, nap 
<laughs> Chaos nap time. Fun sentence. Newt takes a nap. Um, uh, oh, they, to get away, they have to go through tunnels, apparently? Oh, no, that's later. That's later. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Newt takes a nap, and uh, basically Ripley figures out that Burke is up to no no good. Yeah. And uh, she's basically like, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Exactly. And uh, so, what happens from there? Well, that's that's when everything really starts breaking loose. Right. Because the aliens learned that the smart gun hallway maneuver was not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Hey, remember when we remember that whole like collective memory of us killing uh, Tom Skerritt in the the vents? <laughs> Let's do that again." Right. <laughs> so they just go st- stalking the vents. Yep. And all of a sudden, like you know, Hudson's like uh, radar detectors going off, and it's like. Boop, boop. Like, they're on top of us right now. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. This is in the, the midst ceiling. of them, like, almost killing Burke themselves. Because Hicks right. is like, I'm going to blow him away. Yeah. And then aliens start, like, invading the area. Oh, yeah. And uh, fucking Burke six two face huggers on Newt. And, yep. Yeah. Broke him out. And, uh, yeah, so that's how they figured out he was a bad guy. And then there's fucking aliens, xenomorphs raining in from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Can't picture a much more terrifying situation Right, than yeah, that. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. uh... On their escape, they have to go through the tunnels or whatever, and we lose Bill Paxton and we lose Vac- Vasquez. Yeah. yeah, Bill Paxton dies in the room. Uh, they pull him through the floor. They try to help him. Vasquez and Gorman are left, and they're oh, and Burke locks him in the room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then but then they get <laughs> he locks him in the room, but then he's locked in with an alien, right? And then he gets his, and yeah. that's it for that motherfucker. That's right. Is, is is satisfying that I think. Like the the scene when Vasquez they're they're like they they have that grenade or whatever that they're gonna blow up yeah. and they're just staring at it after they after they like it set it off they're just staring at it that that was a very interesting choice I think uh, I mean yeah. it is the the source of their demise this is right gonna be it let's watch it <laughs> yeah no, it's not it's, it's like not of July no blindfold and a cigarette <laughs> it's just, let's stare right at it there we go <laughs> and then she, t- she very politely tells Gorman yeah. you're always an asshole yeah you're right exactly <laughs> it's great it's great yeah <laughs> it's, I mean I feel like it's poetic like to hold the it, instrument of your demise absolutely in your absolutely and right. that was actually her way of being like you're not so bad mm-hmm. like her being this oh, yeah. you know extra badass yeah. you're an always asshole but yeah, we're gonna it was affectionate together. right right yeah um and then so uh that leaves three yep and uh, the three of them is the captain boss man mm-hmm. and ripley and newt and newt gets done and milkman and milkman milkman is oh, okay so milkman earlier uh he he's got into man, the uh the yeah. tight tightest quarters possible he's like traveling through a pipe yep to go and like set up the next VTOL it's, to come and like save a, them it's like a toilet pipe yeah yeah i was yeah, waiting for like sewage to go flying past him. it was a shawshank <laughs> moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> the shots of him crawling through that shit that fucks with me. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of tight quarters, but that's incredible that someone yeah. could fucking do that. Oh my god. Yeah. So he's gone. Milkman's gone. Everyone's trying to get to Milkman, and Newt gets done grabbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she falls through like a hole or some shit, right? Yeah. And probably all that rampant acid going yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Weaken the structure. Make some potholes for you. Uh, that would have been a better way to do it, to be honest. Yeah. Or, or if the or if the planet was Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
<laughs> Pothole Central. Pothole Capital of the Have world. Have you ever been to the moon? No, I've been to Pennsylvania, though. <laughs> oh, oh. Good God, the moon will be a cakewalk. Excuse me, Neil Armstrong. I realize you're a professional. It's where the NASA does their training. <laughs> so when does the... When does the captain get hurt? Captain gets hurt in this process. So of in trying the to elevator, yeah, yeah, like they're so they're fighting a couple of aliens and they end up in an elevator. And um, Hicks pulls out like a shotgun and he he blows away this alien that's like coming through the doors as they're closing. Mm-hmm. The, the alien spills its blood all over him, that's and it true. like he has to like quick take his fucking gear off. Yes. He gets his face kind of a, like melted a little bit. Oh yeah, and then he gets like injured to, to the point where he's kind of incapacitated yeah he is now useless the main dude so ripley instead of immediately dropping him to go save newt right like the white knight she is Mm -hmm. fucking drags his ass to the vtol and is like take me to the core motherfucker yeah and so uh the robot's like okay and (laughs) drops her off and she's like be here when i get back and he's like okay yeah and uh so she goes badass mode into the nest yep she takes on all that advice that hicks gave her earlier and she stocks up. She's like, puts all the first, grenades first, all over her. We, we, got, we got to rewind a little bit here. <laughs> we got to rewind and go back to when Newt gets taken. Okay. okay. Because this is, this is something that really boiled my milk blood because <laughs> the, the, it's it's like the goddamn uh, uh what is it that fucking coconut shell game where they're like trying to hide the hide yeah. the the quarter or whatever that mm-hmm. they the, there's what kind of mario party pulling, game are you playing that's what it is the cup and the ball that's game it, that's right it. yeah that's it that's it they're they're, they're but the alien the, the xenomorph is like pulling up the grate and then newt moves underneath another grate and then it puts that it doesn't throw it it no. puts the grate back picks organized. up another grate and then newt moves to another one Puts that one back in place. These are the perfect organisms. This is like you four think or five your, times. You think they're going to leave your house a mess when they come over for a they're party? The holes. You think they got a spackle kit to fix all this stuff? Not a chance. One Not of a them, chance. One of them's a spackle alien. All right, that you didn't see that part. He got killed by the, the smart tail. Gun. The tail's got a spackle knife on it. Yeah, this, so, it's a perfect organism, Matt. They're made of silicone. Yeah, you think that they're not going to respackle the walls? That's how you caulk up the windows. Yeah. The, and like that kind of does beg the question: What is their nest made out of? Exactly. The only answer I have is the silicone, it's which I be. just learned is coming out of their skin. It's gotta be it's spackle, baby. It's spackle. Yes. Yeah, it's spackle. <laughs> spackle is the These most. These are drywallers <laughs> from space. <laughs> Um, so I just started reading this comic book that takes place immediately after number two. Okay. And apparently majority of their nest is made out of whatever supplies they can find. They just stick them to a wall with whatever they're made out of, but they don't really explain it. No. Don't they like spit out some kind of, I was going to say, it seems, it seems like a, like a, like a cocoon almost that Mm -hmm. they're making, which is primarily just an excretion. Yeah. As a companion to alien one in the extended version, version of alien mm-hmm. um there's a there is a scene a, a deleted scene with dallas where he's stuck to the wall mm-hmm. and he's just like just fucking kill me yeah i forget right. which which part in the movie it comes in but i feel like that's a line in every movie from yes that of course yeah. they cut it out of the first one yes exactly mm-hmm. yeah 
So uh, Ripley goes badass, collects all the guns and ammo they have, mm-hmm. blasts her way to the core uh, where she finds the queen and all the eggs. Right. And she saves Newt and she threatens the eggs when the queen is like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yes, exactly right. And uh, so, yeah, she uh, goes and saves the day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Disc Dump Podcast. So this is our Z-November extravaganza, but there are so many alien movies that I am going to expand it through December. So it's December, and every episode is going to be featuring Matt and Matt from the Kickstart with Matt and Matt, and sometimes Chris, and we'll see if Chris makes his way into this podcast as well. Uh, Only real announcement, other than if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com, that's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com, don't forget the little PP in there, it's important. And then follow me on social media, Disc Dump, or at The Disc Dump. You get it. And um, so, yeah, the only real announcement is I have merch now. So if you go to discdump.threadless.com, you can see all kinds of weird logos and stuff. I'm going to get pretty proactive about it. Um, I don't make much off of it, so if you're thinking that you're being really supportive by spending $100 on there, it's uh don't (laughs) but if you really like the show and you want a shirt by all means they're available now so check it out discdump.threadless.com we better get back because it'll be dark soon and they mostly come at night mostly little clacker on there so we know <laughs> i'm jim cameron i'm jim carrey now <laughs> i'm jim carrey and my best friend is michael beams <laughs> michael beam <laughs> i'm jim carrey this is my friend michael beam together we've done a movie called the- foreign guys the brothers <laughs> Space Spacklers. Space Spacklers Incorporated LLC. We don't want any liability. <laughs> and no live milk. We all <laughs> the static milk. <laughs> we scan all our milk before we drink it. We're not going to take any of that live oh, milk. No live cultures. What do, you, what do you think this is, yogurt? <laughs> That's right. We ain't interested in helping our gut bacteria here. We're in space. Probiotic, schmobiotics. Right. Fuck you. God created the universe and everything out here is dead. <laughs> he used inanimate material. You think God likes life? He made it dead first. Do you realize how hard it is to stay alive in space? God wants us dead. Okay? It's, it's real hard to be alive. Point. It's whole it's- point. Doesn't it suck to be alive? Our <laughs> most natural state is dead. <laughs> Dash Jim Cameron. <laughs> Directed by Jim Cameron. <laughs> all right. Sorry, um, you can cut all this out. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably stay. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So, uh, Ripley blasts her way through. She saves Newt. Um, she threatens the alien's eggs, and they let her pass 
They seem to let her pass pretty far for someone who's not threatening eggs yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, th- there was this whole, like, uh, you know, kind of juxtaposition between, like, mother of aliens and mother of humans and this this weird, under- like, subtext understanding going on mm-hmm. that was almost like, look, just all I want is to just keep my baby safe. But, <laughs> but then there's the moment where the egg pops open. <laughs> yep. And then Rippy's like, uh, no, fuck this. Uh, you done fuck the treaty. <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah, it's it was, all over now. It was so, I don't know. This It was like, like a Mexican that, standoff. I like that you also just called her Rippy. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the L in there somewhere and I just rolled with it. It doesn't matter. It. It's like a pet name. <laughs> oh, Rippy. Oh, Rippy. Oh, Rippy. Rippy done burn them eggs up. <laughs> like a. Overcooked. <laughs> like a, yep, that's it. Like a well done omelet yep nobody likes burn eggs <laughs> um so uh the flames in the strobe light were super trippy is yeah. what i wrote i don't remember that oh that's from the other movie i'm looking at the wrong yeah. notes but flame, <laughs> flames in a strobe light would there be was trippy. strobe lights going on though it was like yeah it was once again a countdown this mm-hmm. was like a, exactly. a, a theme of this film these films you know the the uh, core, I guess, like the the core of that actual place was compromised, right? And it was going to blow, and yeah. it, the the you know AI system was telling everyone like you have like ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes, yep. yeah. And it was m- moving real pretty quickly throughout yeah. that that mm. climax of the film. Mm-hmm. So she's up against the clock. She's up against like the most fearsome, monstrous force in the universe, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Mm-hmm. And she's just like. I'm just. I have a and job she, to do. She has a fucking handicap. She has a little kid on her arm. Exactly yeah, she's right. Carrying that's this it. Fucking kid. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that shit was. Whoo, it's intense. But she makes it to the where the ship was. Ship ain't there. Nope. And it was because it got a little too hot for me. Fuck you, milkman. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately she blamed milkman. Yeah. She, yeah. She was all about that. Yep. And, and moment of redemption, he comes and saves her. He's like, sorry, platform was unstable. Got a yeah. little shaky out there. I, I, I made the help. milk choice. That's right. Like, <laughs> that's right. I had to deliver a couple couple ounces around. So he uh, he scoops them up. Everybody's happy. We fly away as the uh, there's a nuclear explosion. Yeah. The music just is like the classic buildup. Right. 80s score. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so uh, the ship blows up, and uh, they land on their ship, or just like some base. I don't know if they go back to Sulaco. I think they might. Yeah, because they, yeah, they go through the atmosphere and shit, and everyone's right. all proud of themselves. Yeah, yeah. And they get on the ship, and it turns out the queen was done latched on Surprise! the bottom. Yeah, because they because they caught on it a little bit when they were backing up there. Like, That's beep, right. Beep, beep. Oh shit! I hit the curb. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get just gun it. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here! Get out of here before they come out and look at their car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave a note or anything. Yeah. And uh, I know that- you're programmed to be polite, but. Just- <laughs> Just ignore it. <laughs> um, so then, uh, of course, he gets uh, the bishop gets ripped in half, and it's the coolest part of the. Oh my god! Movie. What a what a so great good. fake out too, where his chest starts to like um, protrude. Yeah, and you're thinking like, what? Like, mm-hmm. was he? Is he fucking infected? Or right, whatever? right. And then the tail, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh fuck! This queen bitch is mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. 
and then just he, she rips him. Oh my god, it's disgusting. It's right in half. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Milk got everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, so milky. <laughs> Miles literally had to go to the bathroom right away. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't this. Nobody warned me of the lactose. Um, Damn you, Jim Cameron. <laughs> so the uh, of course the most iconic scene out of the whole franchise ensues where Ripley gets in the loader and yep. they have a knockdown, drag out fist fight with a robot and an alien. It was Guillermo <laughs> del Toro's wet dream right so, there. So he was like, this is amazing. He's like, Pacific, I like Pacific Rim now. I'm going to make a movie about it. <laughs> He's about to do She's it. She's not protected at all. She no, just has the nothing. little thing that you get pulled down on top of you when you go on a roller coaster. <laughs> six flags. <laughs> she got the six flags. Insurance and somehow she's level. dodging the tail when everybody oh, else is getting killed by it. Yeah. <laughs> she she was fucking badass. That's though. it. And she's got the arms that are like. Ah! Yes, slowly. Ah! <laughs> yeah, she's like five minutes to close the close. <laughs> Uh, and then she throws her into space. That's it. And that's the end of the movie. There when she falls trapped underneath of there. Yep. She falls through that um you know, that like space uh that little pit evacuation yeah, right, area. Right, right, right. When she goes down in, in the suit, mm-hmm. I was like, she just broke her fucking legs. Oh my her, god. Her <laughs> body goes flapping all over the place. <laughs> I mean, dude, it looked like a, uh, and I mean, I guess it actually was like a, some kind of a mannequin just yeah. thrown down a pit. Yeah. Oh, yep. They definitely ragdolled her right down there. Mm-hmm. She manages to climb out, saves the day. Everybody's happy. We got three survivors. Yep. Three survivors of this movie. Uh, yeah, no, four. Because um, the cat. Cat's fine. The cat's still fine. The cat's still fine. It's totally fine. Cat's been sleeping in a window somewhere the whole movie. (laughs) I'm hungry. Why? When are you coming back? Yeah, exactly. Right. Milk. (laughs) I need some milk. But the The milk kills Bishop. (laughs) It ate all my blood. God damn it! I saved you people. His head's just laying there. Little help over here. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. Overall thoughts, Matt had an awful lot more notes about this one than the last one. I'm going to summarize this film with a scene that we skipped over at the very end of the film. My summary of Alien 2 is the Queen Elevator was dumb, but Lance Hendrickson was awesome. So when, when, when we have the Queen in that goddamn elevator, first and foremost, are we to believe that the queen is pressing buttons on the elevator, <laughs> then waiting in the elevator? <laughs> With the music, the jazz that was, playing. That was not a fast elevator. So what's going on if this creature that is motivated by just pure carnal destruction to kill this woman who torched her nest? She's just like, well. I'll get up there eventually. She's going to get it when I get up there. Do, do, boo, ba, do, I'm going to definitely put elevator music. I think you could, you could probably answer this question by putting a dog in an elevator. But, I feel like they have the same level of intelligence. But, but the dog can't press the damn buttons. Uh, have you seen it? <laughs> have you a, seen a dog? <laughs> Clearly, you've never met a border collie. <laughs> no, but These uh, emotional support this, dogs this can is, do anything. This is far more likely that the queen would have just climbed up 
this thing because obviously she is quite capable of traversing treacherous landscapes. She's working mm. smarter, not harder. She though. ripped her damn abdomen off to chase after her, yeah. <laughs> after Rippy. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she's gonna wait for a freight elevator to carry her up to the platform. You know, I, that's 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 my my two cents. But anyhow. I think it makes perfect sense. I don't. She watched Rippy go up in the elevator, <laughs> and she was like, this is my ticket but up there. But she didn't watch her in the elevator. How does she know how to get up there? It's like spy versus spy. It, it's it's it, sitting there pushing the button. Exactly. She literally came in. She just hit a bunch of stuff around. The, the button was hit right. accidentally. Boom. Yeah, she got the tail. She's yeah, like, she oh, does. shit, did I push a button? The doors are closed. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I up. think it's far more likely that she would have ripped through the ceiling. Probably. And, and just climbed up. The- but anyhow, um, I think that Alien 2 is uh, has a rewatchable factor. Absolutely. Um, and, and it is primarily because of the, the action-driven, you know, the, the nature of it that we've talked about. But I think that um, that... There, there are certain elements that are missing. The suspense definitely isn't as heavy in there, and it's more about the idea of those characters that are sort of driving things forward. Uh, but I think, I think like Gorman, I really love him in this movie. Really, I absolutely do because he, he is essentially this character where he's like. He rem- I think that he is an earlier version of Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon, where it's like, I, like I'm getting too, too old, old for this me. shit. And, and he's he's taking these he's taking these orders in his in his little earpiece or what his little Bluetooth headset, and he's and they're like, all right, take all the ammo, and he's like, what? And they're like, take all the ammo. He's like, all right, you heard him, give me the ammo. Man, like the subtext of that is like. I didn't even, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Right. You know, that whole thing, like that whole reluctant, but yet still, that, that, that for me was, it added a level of like subtle comedy to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's really what I appreciated. But ultimately, you know, there's plenty of stereotypical characters, but being 1986, I think that, uh, you know, it, it's still, a little bit further back towards their origination of a lot of those archetypes that are then, you know, repeated at infinitum, you know, and forward in, in other films. But I think that it's, it's definitely one that's, um, like if you want to put a movie on and just sit around and talk with people, but have something in the background, this is a good one because when they're just having their conversations or whatever, you can just hang out, whatever. And then when action's happening, you can turn and watch it. I think it's a good, it's a good, like I said, rewatchable film. Kind of brainless in a good way. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. almost, I would almost argue that, like, not not necessarily argue, but also like support your point in that it is so good that you could watch it <clears throat> in the background and still mm-hmm. be entertained. Yeah. But the, but the what gives it credibility and what gives it such a great, um, like, such a, a well composed uh, attribute is the fact that you can sit there and really pay attention to the film and still be as engaged as you would be if just jumping in at any moment sure so it, it's perfectly paced mm-hmm. it has you know it has peaks and valleys throughout but per, but very expertly uh crafted in the sense that it's an, an enjoyable movie from literally from beginning to end yeah it has a variety of characters it has a, a variety of tones it has a like subtle themes deeper messages even in the time period like you were just discussing like in the 1986 you know a lot of like uh action hero tropes were being formulated yes. and, and re- regurgitated right 
which is what makes Ripley stand out so strongly mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that, as we were talking about like prior to recording this, I, f- I feel like in this particular film, Ripley is both equally portrayed as feminine in mm-hmm. the sense that she is like, you know, portraying the, the qualities of like what uh, the typical societal female is, like a mother, mm-hmm. you know, a, a like a, a nurturer and and also simultaneously being portrayed as like a person who is very capable and strong and just because of her personality qualities. So that those two things intertwining give her the distinction of like being s- separated from just what her gender might entail, like what her, what that might imply. Right. And that just distinguishes her as like a, a actual like person just just a person like beyond any gives her dimension and depth yes. yeah right like right she has all sides right so that that's masterfully crafted you know the pacing of it's fantastic the action is great it's the violence is cool you know it's, it, it it does everything right that it's supposed to do from from its predecessor like yeah. taking it on a new giving it a new life right it it might it might be like the the like the prototypical uh sequel like formula yeah. that all other sequels thereafter should follow. Right. Mm-hmm. I think transformative, you know, respectable, like respecting the source material, just it hits every mark for me. Yeah, taking it a new direction. It's wonderful. Like those two as companion pieces and actually you just alien standing alone. It couldn't be better. Yeah. It really couldn't be better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm only asking because I have to ask for the name of the show. Uh-huh. Keep it or dump it. I'd keep that one. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, you gotta keep that baby you gotta keep keep that one even more than than alien yeah yes a lot of people argue that the second one is the best one in the franchise i totally understand why rewatchability mm. yeah is really the key of it yeah honestly yeah it's excellent movies excellent movies both but both yeah I, I really put them on the same level yes so next week we'll be talking about three which uh mm. just a spoiler alert i feel like is a tremendous step down in quality <laughs> but we will see i need to rewatch it it's been a couple years yeah. so uh, near far uh, <laughs> wherever you are <laughs> that was the third one right that's it that's exactly <laughs> what it was yep. <laughs> um so you guys are on a show called the kickstart with matt and matt tell them about it it's like what you just listened to that's but right. for longer <laughs> but worse <laughs> way, way worse yes my god we we uh we we waste an hour Usually about of your life, um, but we're uh, we're, van- we're internet vampires. We're in- <laughs> we are internet <laughs> emotional vampires. That's exactly away. right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like to have your blood suck for a straight hour, uh, that's bullshit. Imagine if Miles wasn't directing us. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pure chaos and milk everywhere. Oh and my that's god! What our show is <laughs> just nothing but chaos and milk. That's that's how we're going to gonna introduce our show from now on. Chaos that's it. Milk. Chaos and milk. If you listen to the show, I I feel sorry for you. That's right. You Put should. that on a bath mat. Chaos and milk. Chaos and milk. <laughs> on a bath mat. I love it. I put it on toilet paper. <laughs> well, I love your guys' show. I listen Thank to you. it pretty regularly. Thank it's you. I would listen to it even if I didn't know you guys. So it's a really good oh, show. Thank That's, you. Wow. Yeah. Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't know me. (laughs) 
So, um, audience, if you want to get a hold of me, follow me on social media, Disc Dump Pod with a C. If you want to email me, that's discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It's important. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, until next week, folks. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.